Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 185 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the live stream we were a part of this past weekend with our friends from Living Proof. We had the best time. We're going to talk about a little something that happened behind the scenes in Nashville that made my Friday very interesting. And we're also going to talk about some recent developments with Southern Charm and our friends on the Real Housewives of New York. So clearly we have some very fancy content waiting for you this week. As always, we are so glad you're here. We hope you're doing well. We hope you're staying well. And we hope you enjoy episode 185. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we actually put on makeup a couple of days ago, which I feel like is a big deal. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We put on we put on makeup. We um, we put on actual like clothes. I wore jeans for the first time mm-hmm. in two months. Mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't wear jeans. I still, there's some bridges are too far. Well, you wore a dress though. You just had to put on sweatpants because you were cold. I did. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. But we were with our friends, Beth and Travis, when on this past Friday night, when they did a Living Proof live, was it a live live stream or just a live stream? I don't know. But Melanie was in Houston with Beth and I was in Nashville with Travis and it was big fun. It was big fun. I kept thinking when I was, because I was with Beth in Houston, and so there were several things. Number one, I fixed my hair and put on makeup before I ever drove there because I mm-hmm. knew I had been warned that our situation wasn't like I, I was not going. It was not going to be a green room situation right, necessarily. Right. So, um, so I'd put on makeup. But I mean, when I left, I mean, Caroline even said she goes, "Mom, you look so pretty," and oh, I was like, bless "Oh." It. I know. I was like, this is, I feel like I could be in the Miss America pageant right now because I'm actually, I have on eye makeup and like face makeup and the whole thing. Um, and then driving in my car to Houston, I was like, I can't remember the last time. I mean, that's the first time I've used a full tank of gas and filled up in <laughs> months. So, and I will like, say you did a, a neat, your hair, you had a neat thing happening and I don't know how to explain it. So you may have to I? explain it, but it was, it was wavy and then there was a bigger, there was like a big wave, like a big crimp or something. And then it was wavy again. Is that accurate? I guess, but I, my hair right now is so inadvertent to me when I fix it. I don't, I'm, I'm playing around. I'm going to tell you, it's been a journey okay. for me during I like quarantine. He- I would like to hear about the journey. Because it, so it's grown out obviously, um, which is fine, but I've really been experimenting with my part situation. Okay. All right. I've, I've always had a side part. I like a side part. 
but I've kind of migrated more to the middle a little bit, which okay. I can't do a full middle part because my face is oval. But I think the the closer you are to the middle, it feels maybe a little more current to me. Okay. All right. For for my hair, for mm-hmm. the wavy, mm-hmm. for the beach wave thing. And plus, here's the other thing. Where my grays come in the worst is right where I've always side parted it. So if I change that part around a little bit, the grays are not as pronounced in the middle section of my hair. Yes, which as as you know, I relate to that because I did not realize how gray I was until a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. it, I, I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm like Grandma Walton. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's a, this is a sad, deep situation we're dealing with here. And I didn't know. So, yeah. So but I understand. Because you're that super, you're that super blonde. So yours don't pop up right. like the, like dark hair people's do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while. So all that to say what I've been doing with my hair and, you know, I've done my hair tutorial on Instagram, but what has changed is now when I fix it the first time, I part it really almost in the middle. And then I do my curls like I've shown my, my, my waves. I do that from the middle section. Okay. Well, I think then what happened was then when I went to go do the thing with Beth, I put it back on a more of a true side part because that's more my comfort zone. And so I think it created that. It was almost like I had inadvertently curled it a different way. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I thought you, I mean, I thought you had learned a new trick with your curling wand thing. It yeah. looked great. Well, I, I just you. can't even, I can't even fathom being able to achieve such a, a <laughs> an array of looks um, as someone who has basically had the same haircut um, <laughs> for the better part of 25 years. So, I mean, not really, but I ha- but it's just, it always looks the same. It doesn't matter how I get it cut. I just don't know how to fix it any differently. So, well, I think I did that. Well, I think part of it was too, is that I had fixed my hair and then I had driven. So I'd had, it had been a harrowing journey because the last hour of my trip into Houston, it was like a monsoon hit. Yes. And so then when I got to the church where we were going to be doing the taping or the, whatever it is, the live deal, um, I had to venture like into like a little cabin where mm-hmm. we were and it was, it had been pouring down rain. So then it got wet in that process. And so I had brought my living proof volume spray that I swear by, and I was using that and I was feeling pretty good about it. And I had it up in my chip clip trying to like help it hold the volume. I had used my chip clip all the way to Houston and then I put it back in to hold it. Let me tell you what, I had a chip clip in my hair. Um, yeah, for the better part of the afternoon, really mm-hmm. try again, Good. maximum volume with the chip clip. Your, your hair is like a child. You have to train it in the way that it should go. You really do. You really do. When, when it's hours old, it will not depart from you. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. So I had had my chip clip in, but then I'm going to tell you that Beth came walking through the door with her hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that I don't know what was happening, but I felt like her hair was evidence that nature is healing itself because it. <laughs> oh my gosh (laughs) I don't know that it had ever looked better I mean like it was so full and like so Uh, like and I like her hair long you and I both told her that like I like her hair with this longer length and it was so pretty and it was so fresh and then then I was like well now I feel like I need to so I went in and I did a little more with my hair because I was like, I'm going to be right here. I mean, of course, we did that have that piece of plexiglass separating it. Sure, so I was sure. right next to her. But for all intents and purposes, I was. So right. but anyway, all that to say, thank you. I didn't really do anything different. I think it's curling it and then flipping it was, was the key. Well, I was in a room with Tra- Travis and I had exes. We had to stand on eight feet apart. 
Uh-huh. So we were in the same room um, okay. with two of the, the men who work for Lifeway. And I'm going to say, like, to be the only female in that room and to constantly yeah. feel like I needed to powder my face or fix my hair. I finally, uh-huh. at one point, just got my bag of things and just I went to the to to the bathroom and um and touched up my makeup and all that kind of stuff. But I I'd actually I redid my hair that afternoon because of some things that happened that morning. I kind of felt like I needed to restart, which yes. we won't get into the whole we won't we won't do the multi chapter story of what happened, but we'll do a synopsis of what happened. I drove yes. up to Nashville Thursday night because we had rehearsal Friday morning so that I wouldn't have to get up super early and drive. And uh, I stayed at a hotel Thursday night. And when I went out to leave for rehearsal Friday morning, I unlocked my door and opened it. And my alarm went off. And I was like, well, I, what in the world? I don't understand. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I got my keys out and and unlocked it and like hit the button so it would quit beeping. And then I had this like series of thoughts why is there stuff all over my car Uh, why wait why what is that and it took me probably 30 seconds to realize that somebody had broken into my car uh, the worst feeling the worst feeling so Mm. anyway to make a very long story short i was able to the police had already been there they came back so i could to so i could tell them what was missing and the only thing that there were two things missing um a pack of masks that were in my glove compartment Okay. And okay. Um, my charging cord that stayed in my console. But my car, the inside of my car, there's there's all sorts of stuff now that's that's been vandalized and broken off. And there, there's going to be some stuff to fix. But, but all that. that to say, there was an auto glass company right around the corner that my sister knew about that she told me to go to. And they uh-huh. got my window back in by late that afternoon. So I have Thank a... Thank goodness. Yeah. So I have a... I have a piece of glass now in my window and they vacuumed out all that glass. It was a mess. It was a mess. Uh, that's that's the worst feeling too. I felt so bad when you texted me that. I was like, oh my gosh. And I laughed because I told Gully, I called her and I said, well, I talked to Sophie. I said, her car got broken into. And Gully said, is it just me or it feels like Sophie never travels without there being some sort of incident? <laughs> and I was like, it does. I said, I don't think it's just you. It does feel. It is. It does feel like there's a, Yeah. Um, yeah, remember, remember that time the monkeys broke into your hut yeah, in Africa? Yeah, I, I mean, do. Just, I do remember you know. that when they got in my luggage. Remember that? <laughs> remember, remember that time when I got stuck at the Atlanta airport? And oh. I, yeah, it's 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 adventurous. But uh-huh. anyway, I was happy the police came. Um, our friend Paige, who works at Lifeway, came and sat with me while I went through all that, and um, and then David and I'll get it, you know, taken care of here, but. Yeah, it was it, a lot of glass. It was a lot of blood. It was a lot of uh-huh. a lot of damage Ugh. done by a screwdriver or something all in the uh-huh. inside. So, but so but. needless to say, I moved hotels because yes. I didn't want to park my car there again that night. And so when I got to the second hotel, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start this day over. Uh-huh. I am going to redo my hair. I'm going to redo my makeup. I'm going to we're yeah. just, just going to try try again. And so that, that was yeah. helpful to kind of feel like we got a little bit of a, I got a little bit of yeah. a restart. So yeah, you had to wash that, wash that breakout right out of your hair. I did. You know, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As that you do. Was- hey y'all, it's me. 
here for a quick break in the episode to talk to you about Beachbody On Demand. Now, it is no surprise that we've all been at home for just a little while, but we can avoid the complacency. It's more important now than ever that we try to stay active and keep moving, and we can work out and even take classes in the comfort of our own homes with Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand is the easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to over 1,300 super effective workouts suited for anybody at any time. After all, the secret to getting results is getting started. Beachbody On Demand is the company behind P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. Now, you can check out some of Beachbody's newest programs like Morning Meltdown 100 and 80 Day Obsession and start every day strong. It's so convenient because you can work out on your own schedule with workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. I love that because it makes it even more convenient that you can literally work out anywhere you are without having to have any specific equipment. You can access it anywhere and anytime. You can view it on your computer, on web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. It's a great deal. In fact, the listeners of the Big Boo Cast can try it for absolutely free. I love that it is so accessible, that it's so simple to use, and that there's a huge variety of workouts you can choose from. I love it for when it rains, and especially, I don't know if I've mentioned this, with my calf injury that I've had lately, it's a great option when I'm trying not to do the same kind of repetitive motion all the time. I happen to really like the Country Heat Workout. I even have it bookmarked on my computer. It is fun. It goes by quickly. It's a great workout. And I would love for you to join me. It is so true that when you take a little bit of time for yourself every day, when you know that you have done your workout, when you know that you have made time to invest in your physical health, you feel so much better. This is such an easy way to get started. Right now, our Big Boo listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text Big Boo, B-I-G-B-O-O, to 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information and support, totally free. Again, just text Big Boo to 303030. Alrighty, back to 185. Now, on my end, I laughed because I had done my makeup, but I had um, the team, the tech team that we had there, um, I think they're who they use a lot when they record Beth doing Bible studies or other things Mm -hmm. on my end. So you can tell that they're used to it. So they immediately, Beth knew because she's a pro, but they had to come in because I had a shine coming off from (laughs) under my eyebrow. I had a shine, but they came in, I mean, immediately with powder and they were like, no, 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 we got to powder you down. And so... I didn't know because I was like, see there again, I'm trying to go for a youthful illuminated look, which apparently on camera (laughs) creates a shine. Sure. Now, did y'all have a lot of lights? We didn't, you know, it was funny because I don't know, we, we didn't, and it was cold. Remember I told you, cause I wore uh-huh. a dress and they had warned me, they said it's cold in the cat. Cause we were, we were in this cabin. I'm going to tell you that what the cabin reminded me of, and you're going to appreciate this reference. I thought, is this what studio G looks like <laughs> at Garth and Trisha's? Yes. Like a version yes. of it, you yes. know, cause it really was, it was a very like quaint cabin. Um, and it was, it was, it would have been roomy had not there been the tech all the tech stuff in there. So that made it a little more crowded. Um, But we were, you know, always obviously being very careful to try to social distance and, and and all that. Um, But it was, 
but it was freezing. Like they had turned it down because I think they, and it was so hot and humid that day because those storms had come through. And so I think they were just trying to make sure that nobody broke a sweat. And I'm going to say that was the least because I ended up having to put sweatpants on with my dress. And I had worn my Birkenstocks just because I'd been in the car and I never changed shoes because I was like, nobody's going to see down there anyway. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. might as well stay comfortable. And um, and I wished I had socks. Like if I had had socks, I okay. would have put those on with my sweatpants. That's how cold I was. Okay. Well, Chuck, who works for Lifeway, told us, he said, we got the room as, as cold as we could, but we had ginormous lights, like big, uh-huh. big lights. And they were hot. Oh. And so... I, and really what can only be, I, I can only attribute this to the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. When I was packing my bag before I ever left the hotel, I thought, just in case something weird happens, I'm going to take this hotel hair dryer with me. Nope. Because what if, so what smart. if, what if my hair loses, you know, all body and I need to mm-hmm. like, and I might need to wet it. I might, you know, you just never know. Yeah. So I yeah. was so hot after um and could feel it all across the back of my neck um when we finished talking about fashion that i took my stuff and went in the bathroom and used that hair dryer and i thought to myself i hope my microphone's off like i i, yeah. I assumed it was but didn't yeah. know that there was any reason why my microphone would be on uh-huh. but yeah. i had to I, like I, I i just i thought i cannot have my hair stick into my neck for one more second now so i dried uh-uh. it Sure okay. mm-hmm. Well, I thought you looked great. I thought your your peach shirt that you wore that I know what shirt that is. That's kind of more of an orangey and white gingham. But I thought it looked so cute. Thank and you. I, the lighting looked good. I thought you looked great. Thank so you. Travis's hair was super. He had big hair. He had he. It was impressive, wasn't it? It was impressive. It was really it was impressive. impressive. Yeah, it really was. So, but it was super fun. It I mean, was. it was fun to number one feel like you're socializing with people outside of people in your family. Right. Um. And then it's just always so fun being with them. They make so everything fun. fun to be with them, mm-hmm. and so fun to hear Beth teach. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. fun just to you know I don't I went and sat in the room next door to our room all by myself when she was teaching and just talked back. Just uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. just it was so good. It was so yeah. so good. So yeah. I love doing it. And then I got to go see, I've not seen my sister since the first of the year because they have really been vigilant quarantine people. Yeah. And, um, but you know, I keep my trusty chair in the back of my car in case of, you know, there's an opportunity to sit in somebody's driveway or something. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, when my, when whoever it was broke into my car, they were uninterested in my trusty rocking folding chair. Yeah. So I took that over to their house and sat on their patio for about three hours yesterday morning, which was super fun, like to get to visit with them and see them and um, just talk about everything and nothing. And so, I yeah, it felt like a good little break to kind of get out and do something different. And then the beauty was, is then yesterday, Saturday, it was like I was content. I just kind of was at home all day and just relaxed. And it was like because I had had an outing. I know. know. So it was like. It's weird how like then I was like, okay, now I'm now I'm happy to just sit here and just kind of hang out. And I think I showered and was in my pajamas by about four o'clock and we ordered in hamburgers and um, yeah, it was it was good. And then uh, we were able to get up and go to church on Sunday. um, That was nice. And yeah, and now here we are. But this this is our last week of school. So for us. 
which I say it's really, it's kind of a joke. I think our last week of school means I think Caroline has two phone calls and she does have to take an AP exam okay. this week, but then, then we're finished. So Alex finished last that's our week. Status. I finished this week. Okay. Um, but I, I want to say this before I forget when you talked about them powder and mm. coming into powder above your eyebrows. Yes. I saw on social media, I guess it was last week, um, Cameron Eubanks, who apparently was on Southern Charm. She's not on it anymore, mm-hmm. apparently. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah. she mentioned this powder that she was wearing that she loved, that she said oh, yes, ma'am. has been like super helpful. And um, it was all she was wearing. So I ordered that for myself. <gasps> oh, and have you got? I haven't it gotten it yet, but I just wanted okay. to let you know. Like I've, well, I'm just excited about, you know, I like a one-stop shop, something to mm-hmm. put on my face. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's, I don't know how to pronounce it because I've never. No, taken... it's it's called like Jouring or something like that, Jouer, right? Jouer, J-O-U-E-R cosmetics. Okay. And it's their soft focus, hydrate and set powder. And uh-huh. I went back and forth and back and forth about, do I order the fair? Do I order the light? Do I order the fair? Do I order the light? But I ended up ordering the fair because the okay. light looked darker than any kind, any powder I have ever put on my face. Okay. So, um, well, I, that's funny that you said that because I screenshotted that when she talked about it and I was like, I'm going to put that on hold, you know, like mm -hmm. in my brain because that seems so you're going to have to let us know. Okay. I will. And I think Sephora is taking a long time to ship. So I don't know that I'll get it soon, Mm -hmm. but especially in the summer, I don't want anything to do. I don't, I don't even want a CC cream in the summer. Like I'll wear, I'll put on sunscreen. I might, Mm -hmm. I might put on some concealer. But that's uh-huh. as much as I'm interested in doing. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, hundred percent. I'm excited about this. I hope it's okay. I hope it's good. But- Listen, Sephora is taking forever right now. I will tell you because I just got my order last week that I made during the big Sephora sale, mm. which was a long time ago. I mean, probably three weeks. What'd you order? Um, I ordered. I love that um, Laneige lip sleeping mask. Yes. So I ordered that. Um, I ordered, and then I ordered my Olaplex. I used their Olaplex number four shampoo is my favorite shampoo. And then I got, which is my new, I ordered, I decided to try the Olaplex, the bonding oil. Okay. I'm going to tell you that bonding oil is magical. Like it's like, I was kind of like, eh, but I went ahead and did it because it's pricey. But the thing is, is all you use are a couple of little drops Mm -hmm. and it's like, 30 something dollars for the thing. So I was like, it's going to last me forever. But Caroline and I have both been using it. And all you do is you just put a couple of drops of that oil and then you rub it in your hands and you just put it on the ends of your hair before Mm -hmm. you blow it dry. And I'm going to tell you that when I blew my hair dry, I think for the first time, which was when I was getting ready to go do the deal in Houston, I was like, oh, my hair feels and smells like it does when I leave the hairdresser. Like that's so soft and shiny. And like it made my ends just kind of have that you know how when you leave the hairdresser, like your ends just seem kind of crisp or something? Oh, yeah. They just, there's a, it's a whole different mood than what you get after about two weeks of your fresh haircut. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm going to be a big fan of the Olaplex bonding oil. There's something that Jamie Golden puts on the ends of her hair. I don't know if it's that or not, but I've seen her, when you said that, I was like, oh, I can see her in some Instagram story, like putting something on her hair to kind of smooth the frizzies or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's that or not. I know. Well, I got it because I knew, I thought, I didn't know for sure with my hair, but Caroline's hair has gotten so curly over the last like two years Mm -hmm. that she's always putting some sort of oil in her hair just because she has to, to make her curls Mm -hmm. not look frizzy. 
Um, so I was like, well, we'll use it for that if nothing else. But I love it. It's great. It was fun, though, to put on makeup and fix my hair and put on jeans. And I even wore, um, I wore some new wedges that I wore way back in March. It was my first time to wear them. And it was almost like my feet were like, we don't understand. What is this you're asking us to do? We're not Mm -hmm. familiar with this. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. all I have worn, all I have worn during this time at home have I, I, running shoes. That's it. That's all I've worn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was so funny because I really, like, I just wear my house shoes. I've got these, like, slip-on house shoes that I wear around the house all the time. So mm-hmm. I've been wearing those. And then when I got in the car to drive to Houston, I just put on, like, cut-off jean shorts and a t-shirt and Birkenstocks. And then I packed a pair of, like, kind of cute sneakers that I was going to change into with my dress mm-hmm. because I was like, I can't. A sandal situation just does not feel right to me right now. Right, right. And then it, or like a dress sandal. And then when I got there, it was like pouring down rain. So I was like, well, I'm just going in my Birkenstocks. David ordered some shoes to have like for when we go to the lake. And now I can't think of the name of them. And they're so cushy and kind. This is is the terrible anecdote. Let me, I'm going to (laughs) ask him because I can't tell you the answer. Okay. I'm just going to call him because I think if I text, he won't. Um. It's like phone a friend. It really is. But I, I don't remember the name of it. And if I text him, he won't see his phone. Hold, please. Okay. Ufus. <laughs> Ufus. I don't know about those. So even last night, he was like, come, come put your foot in these just so you can see. And they have a ton of arch support and they almost feel like memory foam, but they're not, they're not that cushy, but what is happening up under the arch is significant. Hmm. So anyway, you know, and I just got me some new Birkin, as you you and Gully call them, I just got some new Birkin Crocs back at the beginning of the spring, Mm -hmm. but I have considered if I would have use for some Ufus as well, because they are so comfortable. Okay. How do you spell that? I'm so curious. Um, let's see if I can find it online. Ufus. Okay. Let's see. Um, it could be, it could be Ufos. Maybe it's Ufos. It's O-O-F-O-S. Okay. Oh, O-O-F-O-S? Yes. Ufos. And, okay. And David right. has the slides. He doesn't like okay. things between his toes. So maybe it's Ufos. Ufos. Okay. All right. Well, that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look okay. like they have a ton of like, I don't know. Everybody can investigate for themselves. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> he finds yes. them to be very comfortable. And okay. I was surprised by how much of an, how much arch support there was there. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's good to know. I make, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to make a mental note of that. You go right ahead. You make a mental mm-hmm. note. Hey, y'all. It's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast to talk to you about Care Of. Melanie and I have been fans of Care Of's original line of vitamins and supplements for several years. So we were super excited to see that they now have a line that's targeted towards skin and hair. It's a line of high quality supplements backed by scientific research and made with ingredients that are proven to support beautiful, healthy skin and hair. Care Of actually listened when a lot of their customers were looking for research-backed supplements for hair and skin that actually work. And now they can help us all work on our beauty goals from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. The best part is there's no guesswork when it comes to your care of beauty routine. 
Simply take their online quiz and you'll instantly receive your scientifically backed recommendations based on your goals, your lifestyle, and your diet. And they don't just stop at hair, skin, and nails when it comes to your beauty goals. They dig deeper to see if there are any underlying causes like hormones or sleep or digestion that might be affecting those areas in the first place. I've mentioned it many times, but one of my favorite things about Care-of is the fact that their vitamins come pre-packaged in little packets that you can pull off as you need them. So if you like to take your vitamins and your supplements at a certain time of day, you can pull off a packet and throw it in your purse and everything's all together. You don't have to worry about dealing with a lot of different bottles. It's so simple. It's simple to take the quiz. It's simple to use the vitamins and the supplements. And you can feel really good about the ways that Care Of helps you take care of yourself. That is why I'm so happy to tell you that today you can get 50% off your first Care Of order by going to TakeCareOf.com and entering the code BigBooCast50. Again, that's 50% off your first Care Of order by going to TakeCareOf.com and entering the code BigBooCast50. It's convenient. It's effective. You're going to love it. Um, anything else going on that we can think of? Um, I Well, I finished watching. I, I feel like I blazed through a lot of TV. Um, I know that comes well as no surprise. Um, but I finished season two of Dead to Me. Okay, which I have not watched yet. Okay, I liked it. I didn't think it was as good as season one. Um, which, you know, is the way those things go, but it still held my attention. So, um, you know, the beauty of it is, is that they're only 30 minutes long. So it's like, you can blaze through it. Yeah. They're only like 30, they're not an hour long. Okay. I didn't remember that. Okay. Good to know. So I did that. And then I finished season two of Ricky Gervais's show Afterlife, um, which I really like, I think it's really witty. You just need to know the language is really strong in it. Mm -hmm. It's British. Um, it's obviously not for the children, but I think the whole thing just kind of has, I don't know, the, the whole premise of the show is that he is a widower and he's lost his wife and he's kind of lost his will to live, but yet he keeps finding reasons to live in spite of himself. Mm. And so, I don't know, it feels like there's just some, there, it's kind of a beautiful commentary on the good and bad of life, which okay. I, I like. Um, and it is really well written. Like it's, it's super witty and funny, but you just have to know that the language is atrocious. Okay. So I am not condoning that in any yes. way. I just want to put that out there. Okay. So, um, so I've watched those. Um, that's kind of been it. I feel like last week was kind of a weird week. Like we returned back, like I had a dentist appointment last week, I had a mammogram last week, you know, like, so, um, there it was so there were those kind of things happening you know i felt like toy like in toy story when anything would intrude the factory what is that what they called it where yeah. all the doors were yeah. and they would yeah. they would put the bubble around it and they would detonate it and then they would sweep it all in that's yeah. what i felt like that's what they were doing with anything that i went uh-huh. near and i mean i had barely gotten up out of that chair and there was somebody who was wiping down my I mean, like, uh-huh. like getting after it, wiping that chair down, which uh-huh. you appreciate. I mean, you know, yeah. and I know there everybody's trying to be super careful. So everything was being bubble sealed up and then detonated um, okay. and then <laughs> swept away. Um, but anyway, that was last week was a busy week and this week is going to be a busy week and it's kind of hard to get. It's a weird thing to be busy in this kind of context, like, because it's so different, but, but, you know, 
but mm-hmm. you still got to get stuff done. So, yeah, and, it feels, I mean, that was kind of, cause we, we did a bunch of different, like just had a lot of different appointments and then it was, well, and this week is weird because Caroline goes back to, so she's decided she's going to go ahead and play club soccer her senior year, which we had kind of gone back and forth oh, okay. on, but I, I think, didn't know she was going to do that. She is. Well, we didn't make the decision until the very last minute. Um, but she really liked, it's a lot of her old team. Plus she really likes the team and the coach she was going to get. And I think, I think had she been able to play this spring, I think she might've been like, I'm done. But I think because it just ended and she didn't know it was ending, um, she's decided to go ahead and do it her senior year, which, you know, selfishly I'm thrilled about. I'm glad that she's decided to, because that's just more sports Mm -hmm. that I get to watch, but they start practice, um, this week. And it's so funny because they sent out like all the rules of like, how you have to go and like you have to wear a mask up to the field and then they check you in after they make sure that you don't have a temperature and then you don't actually practice soccer with anyone. Each girl is going to get their own 10 foot grid essentially that you stay in with your own soccer ball. Oh, I wondered how they were going to handle that. That's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you have to, so you have to bring your own soccer ball and you bring your own water jug, which you always do, but you just leave your water jug at the perimeter of your 10 foot space. And then you're just going to work with the ball within your 10 foot space. So you're not ever touching anybody else's ball or working with anybody else. You're just learn. You're just working on, I guess, your footwork and your technical skills. Right. Well, that'll be fun, though, just to have something physical to do like that. Yeah, I think, well, and I think for her, most of her club teammates are not girls that she goes to school with, so she hasn't seen them in forever. So I think she'll be so excited to get to be with them, too, just, you know, or get to see them from afar because Mm -hmm. she hasn't seen them in months. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, so this week, so that'll be another thing that kind of will start back up, although weird, but it's kind of like a little bit of getting us back in that that groove just because we haven't had that in so long. Yeah, I have a couple of things to do at school. I mean, not we're not having kids there, but there's a couple of like end of year things that just a few people are going to be at school to do that I have to do. And then um, and then I record my audio book this week, which. Oh, do you? Where, where do you do that? Well, I was going to Nashville to do it, but because, um, you know, not everything is open and and the that particular part of Lifeway is not open. Um, I'm going back to the place where I recorded the other ones here in Birmingham, which is a studio owned by a man named Don, who I just Mm -hmm. adored when I recorded the other ones. I remember, yeah. He and his wife, Betty, they were just delightful. And so um, I'm going to record there. And so several people have, several people have asked, um, (laughs) like seriously, two people have asked me. If there's going to be an audio book, because it's not listed on Amazon yet, and there will be. It's just I haven't recorded it yet. So mm-hmm. I'm going to okay. do that this week, and um, which that'll be you fun. Gotta, that will be fun. Mm-hmm. That will be fun. That'll be like a real work thing. I know. Isn't that weird? That is weird. So I'm going to do that, and um, and I've got to go back to the dentist. Just, just I don't know. Yep. Just annoying little things that I've got to take care of. So yeah. Um, now, I did this afternoon. I sat down. Because I was a couple of episodes behind on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I was an episode uh-huh. behind on The Real Housewives of New York. And I know you're not caught up. But no, I'm but- just going to say that there were two instances where I was like, what is happening? Are these like mom burns? Like where, oh, okay. where people were trying to throw some zingers. <laughs> and <laughs> I could hear Alex's voice mocking me. Like if I had said the same thing. 
One was there was a confrontation at a dinner table between Dorit and Beverly Hills and Sutton, who's the new girl in Beverly Hills. And Sutton felt like Dorit was coming for her. And Mm. she was trying to tell Dorit to leave her alone. Mm -hmm. But instead, what she kept saying was, let the mouse go, Dorit. Let the mouse go. I was like, I don't. Ooh. Ooh. Quit trying to make fetch happen. (laughs) That's right. Quit trying to make fetch happen. That's exactly <laughs> right. So just let the mouse get, let the mouse go. Uh, that oh. Sutton, if we could have sat down a little bit, I feel like we could have all come up with something better than let the yeah. mouse go. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other awkward. thing was on the Real Housewives of New York, Dorinda was going after Tinsley who was having at one point in the episode has a very heartfelt talk with the man who owns the the gym where she goes in boxes. Okay. And he was trying to encourage her. And he said, there is only one Tinsdale. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, one of my favorite things in life is when somebody gets somebody's name wrong very earnestly. (laughs) And let me tell you something, Melinda. It's one of my favorite, favorite things and I don't know if I've ever told this on the podcast but there were several years ago who thought my name was Sylvia and every time she would no she thought my name was Sonia and every time she would text me she would say Sonia and listen it delighted me I I, I didn't even I didn't want to tell her like I just I didn't even I just wanted to I was fine to be Sonia it brought me so much joy when she would text me and call me Sonia so when he told her there was only one Tinsdale that really delighted me but then there was only one there is only one Tinsdale and she was like accurate because I'm Tinsley um (laughs) so or something like that anyway but Dorinda was really giving Tinsley a hard time as she tends to do Mm -hmm. um especially maybe when there she's had a a couple of some drink when when Mm -hmm. as my sister would say when she's gotten in the Applejack and so (laughs) anyway they were trying to get Dorinda to calm down because she was really being ugly and mm-hmm. I think it was Ramona was trying to say, like, you've got to, you just don't need to go for the jugular. Like, and Dorinda mm-hmm. said, she said so-and-so and I let her have it. And she looks at Ramona and she says, and I served it warm. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what that means. You served it warm. Like, sit down, rethink that, try again. Yes. And I served it warm. Yes, there are just certain things that I don't feel like you have to say after a certain age. You know what I mean? Like there's only so cool you're going to be and it's not very like the limit of that is just not very. So you just have to let it go and just embrace your 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 older womanness. She served it warm, though. She served it warm. Mm-hmm. She served it warm. Well, and she that feels like one where I like she was thinking like, hey, what's what's a catchphrase I could say <laughs> on the show this season <laughs> that people will really catch on to? Right. And I guess she decided she I landed on. She served, served it, it warm. warm. She wanted, She was hoping she was seeing a line of T-shirts for herself and it didn't really land that way. It reminded me of that time when Alex was little and I was trying so hard to communicate to him how frustrated I, he, I was. And I told him I was going to shut down the bridge to fun. And as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? 
What did I just say? I just told him I was going to shut down the bridge to fun. I'm 109. Like, I just, I just wonder if they had that edit in their head, you know, when they said it and they were like, oh, maybe not. What did I just say? Well, and sometimes you don't know, like, I'm going to tell you, this is the story I'm going to tell on myself. This is like in the last two weeks. So Caroline has had a Twitter account for a long time. She's never done anything with it. And so she got on Twitter this past week and was kind of like looking around and like, was like, oh, maybe I'll, you know, get on this more look for different reasons. And so she was kind of looking on Twitter or whatever. And so she went and she goes, well, right now you're like really the only person that follows me because I was the only person that knew that her Twitter account existed. Sure. And she was reading and she goes, she read my bio and it was like this wife, mom, Aggie. <laughs> something and she was like and she goes and junk food connoisseur which i didn't even remember that i had put i didn't know that was so fair well it's not now i'm gonna tell you because when i heard her say it i was like abort abort delete delete and i don't know how long it had been on there because i never go on and look at my twitter bio i never pay any attention so it had been there for years, but like now if I say something like at night, I'm like, hey, bring me those chips. She was like, oh, because you're a junk food connoisseur. And I'm like, oh, uh, they're just, God. listen, they, they're they just like breathing, living humility is all they are. I mean, I mean, like Alex will say, say like, you're such a stitch. So and like, I'm like, oh, stop it. Others find me funny. I am sorry you don't appreciate the wit of your mother. Yeah, I know. I have I know. written some books. Yeah, yeah. There are people that think I'm funny. Uh, so listen. sorry that you don't, junk but I am a junk food <laughs> And I want to get you a t-shirt. <laughs> like with those old school, like, like press on letters that says junk food connoisseur. <laughs> listen there's she'll send me instagram dms and she'll put stuff on there she's like thought you might be interested in this because you're a junk food connoisseur mm-hmm. i'll never i'll never that may be my grandma name before it's all uh, <laughs> i mean like i'll never live it down no you won't you won't well you know sometimes when i'm about to post something on instagram i will yell across the hall i don't need for you to weigh in on this yes i don't need yes. for you to come like mm-mm let me be. Lock me. Let me be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yeah. I'm like, people in my age group think this is funny. So just <laughs> let it go. I'm not I'm not trying to be on TikTok doing dances to appeal to your age That's group. Right. That's and right. So I don't think, you know, and thank your lucky stars for that. That's sister. right. I served it warm. I served it warm. <laughs> I can't wait to go on. Uh, so I mean, it may, you got to see too, it's her hand gesture when she says it. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's emphatic about it. She's kind of proud of it. But I have a feeling what happened in her head after she said it was like, a, oh, oh, yikes. Yeah. Kind of wish I hadn't. Mm-hmm. That sounded better. That sounded better in my head than it did coming yes. out of my mouth. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to mention that's TV related is I, I I think probably a lot of us have seen, and we don't know anything about this. So please keep in mind that anything we say about this is pure speculation, um, yeah. just solely based on what we have learned from Instagram and perhaps people.com. Yes. But yes. The, what were you going to say? I said the most reliable news sources. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But this past week, Cameron Eubanks 
who you know introduced me to the powder I bought announced that she is not yeah. coming back to Southern Charm this season and yes. and supposedly because some really nasty rumors were started about mm-hmm. her husband which mm-hmm. don't blame her there yeah. and that uh, somehow in response to that Chelsea Meisner who we love Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know her personally, but we love her from afar. Yes, from and afar. Naomi and Linda, who's all they are also on the show, have decided they're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so which so, at that point, mm-hmm. I say I'm not interested anymore. Me I'm too. not interested. I'm not interested in anybody who's left. Which I think Bravo has to know. Which I think is why it has gotten a little ugly, in my opinion. Because I think they knew once that group was leaving, nobody wants to see the other. Because at that point, all you're really left with is a train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause you know, I didn't really enjoy it last season. It was really, I thought it was really mean last season. Yeah. And yeah. so, I, but like without Cameron there as the voice of reason, and mm-hmm. I've seen in a couple of things where Shep has said it's crazy or whatever, but without Cameron yeah. and without Chelsea, I, I'm just, I'm kind of like, all right, well, that was a good run. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, I feel like Cameron and Chelsea brought like some heart to it. Um, and more feeling to it. And, and otherwise it's like, it just becomes a bunch of people. I don't know, mm-hmm. eating edible brownies and <laughs> drinking too much, yeah. you know, like that kind of becomes the show. And I don't, and Craig may be making his pillows and I don't really care about any of that. Yeah. So, um, and Patricia, I mean, I, you know, who knows which way, but she had become so limited. They didn't really show her a lot anyway. Um, and I feel like she and Cameron have always been close. So mm-hmm. you wonder if she isn't going to kind of bow out too. Cause you think yeah. we hardly ever saw Whitney last year. No, we didn't. Um, and you know, Shep's 40. Isn't he 40 yeah. now? So I just, I, there's a point close where. Close to, yeah. It's, yeah. He's not the charming fraternity boy anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like that. I feel like that's taken a turn for, he's, he's more in the, she served it warm category <laughs> now. I've served it warm. Now, let the mouse go. Yeah. Now, now, did you, I don't know. I may watch, do you think you'll watch one episode? I may watch one episode. Probably. Just, just to I mean, say probably. like, goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Farewell. Farewell. It's been, it's been a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't like that. I don't believe the rumors. I mean, Cameron no. has come out and said that the things that they're saying about her husband are not true, which I do tend to believe. I know that we don't know them, but I just think there's nothing that we've seen or would indicate in any of her online presence that that would be even remotely true and the girl that apparently got thrown into the whole mix has come out and said look I don't even know them right I'm I I don't even know them so it really does feel like somebody very maliciously kind of set all that up and and even if it it were true I mean let's say that that it it was were true that it were true which would be horrible but it would be equally horrible for somebody to make that public Yes. You know, yeah. without somebody's mm-hmm. consent. So, yeah. so either way, it's a bad call in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. So <sighs> I think that one, no more Southern charm. It's it's the end of an era. It is the end of an era. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to dig up something else to watch. I reckon. Yeah. Something up, something else mindless to watch. I, so. I really am going to start. I said it I think last week, but I really am this week. I'm going to go back to Outer Banks. I really okay. am. Okay. It's, it's good. It's, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous in a lot of ways, but it's, um, I have seen different things online that have really made me laugh about how these 16 year olds look on Outer Banks versus how <laughs> we looked at 16. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, well, that's like, even I'll never have I ever, 
I'd yeah. like to see how old Paxton was in real life. He's 29. Yeah. Because you're like, Tim Riggins isn't really a 17-year-old junior in high school. No. Tim Riggins is like a 36-year-old man <laughs> playing a high school football player. Right. Tim Riggins is 52 <laughs> and the father of four. Right. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Tim Riggins. God because it love is him. Thing, well, and it was, I remember the first time Caroline ever kind of paid attention to Friday Night Lights and she was like, oh, Tim Riggins. And I'm like, yeah. And she was like, nobody at my school looks like that. And I'm like, because nobody at your school is 38 and shaves. I mean, you know, like they're, that's part of why. Like, Yeah. Uh-huh. That particular. You have to get puberty to look like Tim Riggins. Right, and, right. You know, that so. manifestation of teenage boy does not actually exist. Right. No, it doesn't. Oh, mercy. Well, um, anything else that we can think of? I, oh, I feel like I need to update everybody on my calf. Oh, please do. Oh, please listen, do. I know y'all have all been waiting. It's so much better. And my my peanut is still not here. It keeps like saying Stop. it's going to deliver. I thought the peanut had been what was taken care of you. Oh, I didn't realize you didn't even have the peanut no, it's yet. It's the roller. Um, the peanut, it, like it was, it was a delayed shipment anyway, but it was supposed to be here last week. And then it just, on my Amazon account, it just says like your order has been delayed or will ship later mm-hmm. or something. Now I'm still going to need it. And I really want it for my, um, for my foot more than anything yeah. because, hold on, I need to look it up what it was, look at where it was. Somebody messaged me this past week and told me about an Instagram account. And if this is not an indicator <laughs> of where I am in my life right now, I don't even know. Um, so it's called, it's called Gate Happens, G-A-I-T Happens. Oh, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is, <laughs> listen, stop. <laughs> Stop. I follow Gate Happens and Angora Bunnies are more for quilts dot com. <laughs> listen, but Gate Happens. Oh, Gate, listen, I'm I'm laughing, but Gate Happens has way more followers than I do. Yeah, so what do I know? they do. They have okay. seventy eight over seventy eight thousand followers. We're all in a mess is what I'm telling you. And so they talk a lot about your feet and your gait and your, you know, what causes your problems and all that kind of stuff. And I have, I have watched videos I never thought I would pay attention to with interest. Anyway, um, but so I have been rolling it um, and I have been going really easy on it. And I did cut back last week on how much I walked mm-hmm. and it feels mm-hmm. so much better. Um, it's still, there's still something in there that will tweak a little bit, but it's so, so much better and, um, not no constant pain. It doesn't feel like anything's trapped in there anymore. Um, so I'm just trying. Mm. And then I've had a couple of people, several people have emailed me to let me know that, uh, (laughs) so, but I have had some people who have emailed me to let me know that, that they have had similar issues and here's how they treated them. And mm. so I've learned a lot about um, about how to handle the shoes that I walk in. And I don't okay. know. So I'm just learning to manage it a little bit. And it feels a lot better. And yeah. um, and I feel a lot better about it. So 
Okay. Well, now I'm I am now following Gate Happens, so I'm already and I see I'm I'm I've scrolled through and I see that she is showing how you move your toes. I bet they yes. reference the big toe trick, and they have this about. this exercise you do, and they talked about how to know if your if your toe box is wide enough on your shoes. You take the insole mm. out, you spread your toes out, and it should they should you know have plenty of room on that insole to to um to spread out but they talk about how to exercise your toe i mean there's a lot of like foot health toe health stuff which if you had told me three months (laughs) ago that i would care at all but here's what i think it is because i have been a treadmill walker for a while Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the the walking outside is a whole different deal and the walking on uneven pavement is a whole different deal yeah and even today i noticed it it rained a little bit this afternoon before i went walking and um so all the gravel and the dirt was settled and it's much mm-hmm. easier for me to walk on something like that that's firm than when I'm walking on loose gravel and your your foot has to kind of dig in before you can push off so mm-hmm. there's just all sorts of things that I'm learning okay okay but, um, I, I feel like this could be your new you know how like when I go on podcasts and stuff to talk about books and then everybody's <laughs> always like tell me about skincare like how sure. you've become an inadvertent expert where I, you're like I'm, this is mm-hmm. you could become the new foot health expert sure. for us all I'm basically a podiatrist is what I'm going to yes. tell you <laughs> yeah, that's where this is headed just Indeed. like somebody tweeted last week if only I had known that all it took to be an immunologist was to read like two tweets and then we'd all, we all yeah we're, we're all experts I'm basically a podiatrist at this point um but I am really I really am interested in it because I think one thing you don't want to mess with long term you don't you you mm-hmm. want your feet to be healthy so you kind of yeah. you want to yeah. need them and I don't want David to have to sing the when your legs don't work like they used to before song to me at any <laughs> point in my life so you don't. so you don't that would so I, I'm I don't know it's interesting how much you know science okay. and stuff there is out there about all of it I, and you know I believe in the science I'm 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 right now I'm sending I'm sending it to Caroline tell her she should follow this account she's this is going to be another thing she can mock me for that I'm gonna tell her to follow <laughs> gate happens but I do believe that the foot health is crucial to the rest of the body health yes I, I'm I'm starting to understand so I can't wait to get the peanut for rolling my my arches yeah. Um, I can't wait for that. And I, hopefully it'll be here soon. But the foam roller has really been, I don't know what I would have done without it. Like for all the people, including you, who said you need to go get a foam roller. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so grateful because I, it's, it's really, it's been super helpful. Yeah, that's good. So, and, that's and good. I know there's one pair, David said he's never seen anything in his life like me trying to nail down my perfect shoe. And uh-huh. the number uh-huh. of boxes we've gotten from Brooks, the number of things I have returned uh-huh. to Brooks, but there's, but I know that the, there's this one kind of adrenaline that I, which is a shoe, um, okay. not, not some kind of like feeling of high energy, but yes. um, that I love, but it's last year's model. And so I dug around online until I found a, a, a new pair of those and I'm just putting them in my closet. So uh-huh. I'll have okay. them. I, I don't know. I, you know. Okay. Well, and you know, Caroline with her feet, we have had to be really careful and you know, she gets these and I can't remember what they're called, but she gets special insoles that she puts in her athletic shoes Mm -hmm. and in her soccer cleats. Uh, Are they super feet? They might be. Hold on. Hold on. There's a pair of soccer cleats right here next to me and I can look at them because she hadn't worn them in months. Oh, the insoles are out of them right now. Oh no, maybe they're in them. 
I don't know. I'll have to look them up. Maybe they are super feet. Yeah, it looks like it says super feet. My friend Heather got super feet. And so I okay. need to do that. Yeah. So. Uh, and you can just slide it. Well, you know, and Perry has special. The, the Shankles have bad feet. And so she, he has special insoles that he actually got from a podiatrist that he puts in all his shoes. Okay. Well, I did. Perry's not my patient. But uh-huh. I'm glad yeah. he saw someone who could help yes. him. Now, uh-huh. speaking of Perry. I have to say, and we won't we won't belabor this, but we recorded a Patreon episode with Perry last week. We did, and somebody messaged me about it today about how they don't know how I I even how I managed <laughs> to not laugh the whole way through. And I was like, I pretty much did. <laughs> I pretty much did. I I don't know when I have been more delighted, like because Perry's one of those people. If he just wanted to go stand somewhere one afternoon and get behind a podium mm-hmm. and just speak into some things, yeah, I'd, I'd sit and listen to him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, I ended up having to divide. We had to divide the episode into two parts because there was just so much. Yeah. Um, and somebody said today, somebody messaged me and said, I can't wait for part two. And I said, I'll go ahead and tell you, there's a lot in there about illumination. Yeah. There's going to be a lot about illumination, a lot yeah. about emergency kits. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of sweetness in there too. It was so fun. It was, he had a great time. He's our, he's ready to be a regular guest is what I'm going to tell you. Like I, I feel like after it was over, he goes, man, that went by really fast, which you think we recorded too. So it was a long amount of time. I mean, it was more than you and I sit and normally record. He's like, man, that went by fast. And he was like, I mean, I'll totally go back on and do that again. So I think, I think if we don't give him some sort of rotating guest spot, at least once or twice a year, I think maybe that'll be the beginning of his own podcast. (laughs) And I, Right. I don't know that the world is ready for that. So some people um, have said on Patreon, would he write a devotional book? Or would y'all write a couple's devotional book? But listen, I'm not, uh, that's between you, know, you and after, the Holy Spirit, yeah. Well, because you know after Everyday Holy, because this is what he'd say, hey, I had a thought today, why don't you write a devotion about this? <laughs> that would be that co-writing, that's what that co-write would look like. So what I'm going to do is at the end of this episode, I'm going to put about 10 minutes of the first part of the Patreon episode um, okay. on, on, on this episode so people can hear. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't even know what part I'm going to pick yet. Well, it's hard to, it's hard. How do I you had choose? so many favorite parts. How do you choose? How do you I choose? Know. But, um, but I'm going to just put that at the end. So that way, if you've heard the Patreon, when the credit, the credit music plays, you'll know you're done. If mm-hmm. you haven't, if you don't do Patreon, then just, you can stick around and hear it because it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be now, it's going to be the big boo Perry mm-hmm. something. He was offering up all kinds of people we could have as guests. And I was like, <laughs> we pretty much stick to like Travis and our kids we don't have a lot of guests that's not really our thing necessarily mainly so, because we haven't figured out how to have guests without it's it's trouble in terms of uh-huh. talking like it was easier uh-huh. to do that talk to perry because you were in the room with him yeah so it helped with the conversation but when you have three people in remote places that's hard to do a conversation where you're not stepping on each other all the time yeah it's hard to do well that was that to go back to friday night when we were doing that like there were times that i could see you and travis on on the screen but there Mm -hmm. were times that i couldn't and so it was it was sometimes because of that it was hard to it's just hard to read cues even you know because you don't know when somebody else is going to speak and so that that gets a little tricky a little tricky a little tricky All right. Well, everybody, we hope you are having a great week. We thank you, as always, for listening. And um, we'll be back next week with with low, even more fun. We'll serve it warm. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, we'll serve it warm. Dry. <laughs> I don't know what is that. I don't even know what that means. I'm gonna say it all know. the time now, though. We'll say oh, it for sure. all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm totally taking it on, and it's gonna be like Caduce. I'm gonna start saying it in front of people that are like, "What? What are you talking she, about? Bless her heart. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. Poor Tinsdale. She doesn't know what she's trying to say." <laughs> Tinsdale. Oh, goodness. Okay. That makes me think of our neighbor, Tilly, that lived across the street from us, and she called Perry Terry for, like, the whole five years that she, and she'd be like, Melanie, tell Terry to get over here and change these light bulbs for me. And it's always Terry, so. (sighs) That makes me happy. I know. So, all right, everybody. Y'all have a good week. Okay, we'll talk to you. Bye. Um, okay, so the last part of this three-tiered hunting thing is um, from Kaylee. And so she wants to know how many animal mounts do we have in our house and what is my limit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, I guess really not that many. We've we've got... Not full mounts. What? Well, like, not, not full mounts. We have a lot of, like, antlers. <laughs> what are you talking well, about? Like all, like, all these. Oh, like, oh, the oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, those aren't in the house. Well, that's part of the house. No, those are on the not in the house. It doesn't count. Um, actually, in the house, I think we only have, I think we only, it, four in three different rooms. Is that five. correct? I think, because if you count your duck. Oh, the duck. Okay. 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 Five in three different rooms. But, okay, so, so she's sitting here laughing, but I shot a really unique, really big deer this year. And she told me I wasn't going to get it mounted. And she told me she wanted me to get it mounted because then she had a place that she already wanted to put it. Oh, so male. You know. I know. Because that's just the kind of wife I am. I no, know. I did. You do have the to. The kind just... of wife you No, you think it looks good <laughs> hanging somewhere. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, the only one that we ever really got in a thing about was the big Nilgai antelope, which, mm-hmm. of course, which I ended up which writing a book awesome. about, which is huge. You're welcome. <laughs> And it's in the playroom now. It was yeah. just a little big for our house. No. <laughs> no. It was perfect. What are you talking about? Gosh. Yeah. It, it may have been a little big. Mm-hmm. Just big. a little bit. Are there more in the back house that aren't in the main house? Uh, there are. I've got, uh, I've got like the, the first deer I ever got mounted and then uh, Caroline's first deer that she ever got mounted oh. got there. But they're not, they're not hanging up. They're just sitting because I didn't want to get rid of them for sentimental reasons. So what was so, what was so unique and special about the deer that, you, that Melanie said she wanted you to get mounted that you, you, you killed this year? It, well, it was, it was a deer that I, I mean, it was, it was unique to me uh, just because I don't really trophy hunt. Um, okay. And this, this was a deer that, um, I mean, he's clearly a trophy and uh, a a friend put him. We, we hunt on a large family ranch, not not my family, another friend, uh, a friend's ranch, mm-hmm. and uh, he puts out a list of deer each year that he lets the guests hunt, and 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 most of them are just deer that they want to get rid of. They're inferior genes, that kind of stuff. Um, okay. Really nice deer, but you know, uh, it, it's more of a, a management issue than it is a, a trophy hunt for us. Right. And uh, and so he had this one on there that that um, was extremely wide, like a like a normal width of a deer let's say in South Texas, I, I want to say an average is probably between 16 and 18 inches. Okay. And, and this deer, uh, the width, um, so 16 to 18 is about average. This deer was 26 inches wide. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he, he had nine, nine heavy points, long times, big deer. And so 
when he said we could hunt them, um, he's got a, 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 a nephew that is, uh, I think a sophomore at LSU. And so I kind of tried to set him up to find the deer and I actually had seen the deer a couple of times, but just chose not to shoot it. And, um, then I kind of got the idea. I was like, Oh, it might be kind of fun to hunt a trophy. So, so I did. And so anyway, when I went, when I sent her pictures of it, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, the deer is just huge and beautiful and it's rare, really, really rare to find a deer that is that wide. Okay. Um, so anyway, so we're, we're getting that one mounted and, um, I think it's going in the dining room because we don't have any, uh, we don't have any mounts in there no, right now. No, it's not going in the dining room. It's going in our bedroom. <laughs> oh. So okay. the reason, because I thought it would look cool because there's a Pinterest picture I like, and we already have one in our bedroom, but I thought I could do them like where one is over my light, my uh, nightstand and lamp, and then the other one is his. So they're like on either side of the bed. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So his and hers. They're like a his right. and hers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. His and hers. Yeah. Okay. I've got the, so the three next questions are from Tyra. Well, no, they're not all from Tyra. They're from several people, but they're all ministry focused. Um, the first question from Tyra says, what do you miss about being in youth ministry? Um, probably the relationship aspect, just, mm-hmm. just being able to, cause, cause we were, um, when we did youth ministry, we, we were very much, well, I guess really with, all ministry that we've ever done, we've always sort of been relationship focused. So, right. so, um, I would say that's, that's sort of what I miss. Just the, uh, being able to kind of, uh, build the relationships to where you can kind of pour yourself into somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I, that's, that's what I would miss about it. Yeah. And that takes time and mm-hmm. that takes, it but it's, uh, it's super rewarding. Okay. This next question is from Lucy and she says, and y'all can both answer this. She said, what did you love about starting a church? What did you not love about it? And what do you miss about it? So what did y'all love about that, about that season? Um, I think the, you know, what did we love about starting the church? Um, anybody that's ever done, at least for me, kind of any, anybody that's ever done the ministry is like, um, for me, it was just like knowing that you, that you correctly heard God's voice and you right. stepped out and did something, um, like you, you built something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to me, that was, you know, I, I, I just love the aspect that we, we, we heard God, we heard him correctly and we, we stepped out on faith and, and just saw it be successful. Mel? Um, I would, I, I kind of think same. I mean, I think it was something like, like as a family we had prayed about and we really agreed that it was the right thing to do. And so I think to take that step of faith and then to see all the pieces, I think that's always the cool, you know, like it's when you take Mm -hmm. that leap of faith, it's like with anything. And then you start seeing God put all these pieces together that you felt like were the big questions of how would this work? Right. Um, That I think that to me was the the best part of that um, in terms of just seeing it all come together. All right. So the next part of Lisey's question is what did you not love about it? What was hard about it? I mean, I know a lot of things. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, the, for me, I mean, there was, there was very little that I did not love about it. I was, I was very much invested in it. And, and, and I have to say, I really did love it. Um, I love the teaching. I love the people. I love the challenges. I kind of loved it all. Mm -hmm. If I had to say there was something I did not love about it was, um, and I don't even know how to actually kind of frame this, but you would have people that would, that would come that, 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 you know, needed to be hearing, the voice of God that did hear the voice of God that were moved by the voice of God and then chose to never come back. Right. Like to me, it was one of those, it was like, you want to grab people and be like, you know, Hey, you know, what's, you know, I don't know. It just was one of those things you want to, 
I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand. Like for me, which I guess I did for years, you know, uh, you know, you sort of rebel. I mean, it's just the flesh. You want to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you just, you sort of turn the spirit off. Right. Um, and uh, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things that if you could, if you could adequately explain to someone without, you know, experiencing it, um, I guess number one, it wouldn't take faith and it, and it wouldn't be special. But, right. uh, if you could adequately explain what, what seeing God move in your own life and, and, and feeling the love of a, just a, uh, you know, a, an unbelievable heavenly father. Um, like I always say, it, like if you could adequately describe that, I don't think you'd have anybody that would mm-hmm. turn it down. Right. Um, so it's that whole thing where you just kind of want to be like, I don't know, you just kind of want to shake people and be like, do you, do you really understand what you're walking away from? And so that, that was sort of what I didn't love about it. Yeah. I think I, I feel that way sometimes just working with high school kids where you almost feel like in some ways you, you, you hope more for them and you want more for them than they can even know to hope or want for themselves. Absolutely. It's not, it's not that you're some like big, you know, all knowing being, it's just that you, you know where unconditional acceptance is. You know where unconditional love is. And you, you just wish you could you could, in some way communicate it so that they would want it as bad as they want other things. But that's, that, that's not something we get to do, which is rough sometimes. So yeah. what, do you, what do you miss about it? What do you miss about the church or starting um, church? You know, honestly, I can say I don't miss a single thing about it. And, and not, you know, obviously, I've just, I've just said how much I loved it. Um, but it's, 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 it's just the practical side of me that when, when seeing God close the door on something right. and know that the, the season has ended, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and you, you sort of drop the mic and walk away and you're yeah. like, no regrets. Um, so as far as like, what do I miss about it? I, if I had to say anything, I, I, I miss the teaching. Um, yeah. I, I miss getting up and, and teaching because, um, can I say that I was good at it? Yeah. I, I don't know. If, <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, you can. I mean, that's you kind of one of those like, that. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not very good at much, so I yeah. guess I can, I can say that. Uh, no, but. Uh... Ow.